to the final February edition of the Sunny and G podcast. Yep. Uh, coming live from Sunny's basement. The podcast studio. Yeah, the podcast studio. Got some Olays in front of us tonight. Probably the first drink I've had in quite some time, too. <laughs> yeah, <I'm saying. laughs> I don't think, uh, I didn't even know the last time I actually had like some powder drinks. I think it was Super Bowl. Yeah. That was the last time. Yeah, yeah, the Super Bowl. That was it. Before that, though, I think it might have been Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so that is not the focus of this week's podcast, though. Uh, again, you know, Canucks still first in the league, but they're scuffling. Yep. Yep. 100%. There's definitely uh, kind of a downward trajectory in the win column. I'd say they're still scoring, still doing everything else that they really need to do. It's just overall, they're just walking away with losses right now. <laughs> I mean, you know, like we're the only team that hasn't had a losing streak like this. I think that yeah. was the first time we had lost three in a row. Now we lost four in a row. Like every team has gone through it. Yep. Like, you know, Edmonton lost, like, I don't know how many in a row at one point, brutal start. So obviously, you don't want to be getting into the losing streaks toward the end of the season in a way. But, you know, we played so well up until this point, we have a little margin of error. But, you know, we play Boston next. So that's yeah. not going to be easy. We, and then we've got some games against some actual decent teams coming up, man. We have a, one of the hardest. I think the remaining rest of the season, the win percentage against opposing teams is like 571. Fuck. We play the Kings like three. Uh, not the Kings, sorry. The Golden Knights three times. We still play the Kings like three times. Yeah. They start to play better again. Right? We've got some. Uh, the only the good thing is we've got a lot of games at home. So that'll help us out a little bit. But. I mean, I think it's definitely not a good situation right now, but if you kind of look at a big picture, you know what? We haven't had a lot of injuries this year. Yeah. You know, Josh was hurt now. I know Susie's been hurt for a while. Garland took a shot the other day. Like, injuries happen at this time of the year. Like, you know, McKayaf's dropped off. Our depth is kind of starting to lose its stretch, but yeah. we're still a good team at the end of the day. We're in a good position, but we definitely have some things to work on and correct. Yeah. Going forward here. Our special teams has been horrendous. I think Trochet had... Oh, fuck. I don't even say Rick Trockett had like... Uh, I think like four or five power play. Like, like each time there's a power play, we had a different line combo out there. <laughs> Guys just running through. Just running man. through things, man. Couldn't figure it out. We still couldn't figure it out. We ended up getting killed on the special teams again. Yeah. And I think this is, you know, I, honestly, just the way we were playing, I think this was kind of bound to happen eventually. We were going to come to a point where... We were going to be questioned on the kind of team we are mm-hmm. right when we started losing. Uh, you know, even after our second loss, everybody's like, okay, you know, two in a row. And, uh, you know, that's the furthest Canucks have lost this year, two in a row. And then we hit that three in a row. Yep. And everybody's like, okay, first one of the season for the Canucks, blah, 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 blah. And we're all, you know, pan- a little bit of a panic creeping in, not too much because we're already so far ahead of most of the right, league. Right, And then the fourth game happens, and then now it's all these – the media jumps in now, right? They're asking yeah. all these players these questions. You're getting into Demko's head. And we all know in Vancouver media how it used to be on the Canucks back in the day. <laughs> so hopefully they're not going to be assholes like that now. Uh, man, you're <laughs> in a Canadian market. I think they're yeah. just born assholes, to they be are, honest, yeah. right? Like, yeah. a lot of people, they don't like playing Canada, right? When yeah. they, You know, when it's going well, you're like a king. But when it starts going poorly, man, like they're on you. And we've have we've been fortunate, like you said, that all year we haven't had something like this. So, but then you know Demko said today he's like, man, this is this is the part of the season, man. It happens. We're not panicking, but obviously they, you know, they know they have things to work on. Like they yeah. need to get the power play on track. Yeah. If their if their power play is not doing well, 
teams are going to take shots at them. They're going to take penalties because they know they're not going to end up paying for it. Yeah. So you started to see that the last few games. Teams are starting to get more physical on us. Their forecheck is getting more aggressive on us. They're really, really trying to... If you know, other than Ronick and Hughes, the other guys are all really like kind of like fourth to sixth defenseman. We don't really have a true number yeah. three defenseman. So it's like, you know, if you can get these other teams, other players on the team, you can start getting pressure on them. Like Zadorov's been pretty poor lately. One goal was caused by him clipping a Demko before the goal went in. Yeah. Right? He was on the ice for another goal. Myers is what he is, right? Yeah. Like he's going to have his good stretches and then yeah. he's going to be Myers for a bit. So, you know, you can't do really much about that. But, you know, Cole's th- like 34, 35. Expecting him to be a top four defenseman for an entire year is tough too, right? Like that's why I was thinking last week that we really do need Susie back because he's the one guy that's kind of shown that he can actually play that next level. Yeah. And him, you know, helping out another guy means Myers plays less, Cole plays less, Zadorov plays less, right? Juleson plays less. So it's part of the, you know, the part of the season we've had injuries. I think like last game, uh, one of the stats I was looking at, our third and fourth lines didn't register a single shot on net, five on five. Not a single shot on that third. The best uh, five on the five. Third on f- the third on without Joshua, <laughs> right? We we've been ripping it with the line. The Bluger Garland uh, Dakota line was probably one of our better five on five. And lines that right too. there just speaks volumes on uh, the area. Like you're talking about, like special teams and whatnot. Realistically, your third and fourth lines are almost special teams because they're guys that are only getting so much ice time, so they have to make do with what they have. Mm-hmm. And they've been making do with what they have, and that's really yep. been bolstering kind of our offense. And kind of our defense, because it does, you know, when we're up a couple of goals, it lets our defense kind of play a little bit more conservative and not have to be as aggressive. So it kind of, yeah, it sucks seeing that kind of stat right now from the third and fourth line, because when they shoot, they usually shove or snuff something into that net. Right. I mean, they had one point, I think, before Joshua injured and 30 games played since those guys had been put together. I think it's like November, right? They each of them had 20 points each. All three of them had 20 points each. That's crazy. Right? Garland had... A lot of points. <laughs> Bluger had more assists. Uh, Garland had more goals. Joshua was a bit of both. Right? Like, he's been... Obviously, like, you know, Joshua is not the best player on the team. But losing that third line ability, because he was a huge part of that as well, has started to hit our depth. Like, Hoglander and Sutter are not having to play top six minutes, where really they were kind of like third, fourth liners. And then, you know, they have their moments where they're able to succeed. Yeah. The the Lindholm thing since he's been um, with the team, obviously there's an adjustment period with that. So, I I mean he's played okay. I don't think he's played as well as he'd like to, but he hasn't played bad by any yeah. means either. But injuries are depth taking a hit. And one thing that I've the the one thing that really has pissed me off the last I guess four games at this point because that's only yeah, we've lost in a row. Up. The fucking stick penalties, man. High sticking, tripping, all these dumb stick penalties where guys are not skating or just can't control their stick. Like, dudes are getting whacked in the fucking face because these guys are getting high sticking calls, bad penalties. And those are the ones that are going to kill you the most. And then, yeah. you know, you, then you've kind of like, then you're like special teams isn't doing well. Now that plays into your head. Yeah. Right. Can we kill this? This is the, you know, last two, three years. I think we were like the bottom three teams in uh, penalty kill percentage. Yeah. So the fact that we were even remotely average this year was uh, an accomplishment. And now, yeah. you know, like you said, those guys that are getting hurt, guys are having to play in special teams that normally don't play. Yeah. Obviously, we're starting to see that as well. 
And honestly, the Canucks just don't have the depth where they're going to be able to take a lot of injuries. Clearly, we've seen that. Yep. When everybody's firing, we're great. But obviously, with these injuries and things like that, we're going to need more depth, right? So is there somebody who can, like, step up? Mikheyev's been one guy who's been useless the absolute last 20, 30 games. Zadorov's had a really bad stretch as well. So, I mean, you can't put it all in the top line at the end of the you day. Can't. We're going to need some more out of our third and fourth line. So... Someone's got to have a chance to step up here real soon. Yeah, and I think that real soon comes, honestly, tomorrow. I think tomorrow's going to be a game that's basically almost a playoff-feeling game. I think it is. Because fi- you're against the best team. Like, you both have the same uh, overall points. This is going to decide who continues uh, as the number one team. And I think if we win this, we're tied for also the most wins in the league again, yeah. which we were at for so long. <laughs> So I think this is going to be a big game. It's at home, too, where I think right. the last game we lost to Boston was in Boston. Yep. So we'll give them the advantage on that. You know, it's at in Boston. Obviously, the hostility, the shit-talking that's going to be going on against <laughs> us. Now bring it here. Bring it to the West Coast. Now they're traveling to us. I didn't look at who they ended up playing they last. Played, Were they in uh, Alberta or something? They, I think they beat the Oilers in overtime the other day. But they, but have, they lost to Calgary that other game. Yeah, but but the thing is, they've had a day off in between each mm. game, right? Yeah. So Canucks had a really tough stretch of, I think, like they had the three games in the four days with going to the different time zones, playing yeah. in the Mile High City. Yeah. You know what? They were kind of due for a bad stretch at some point. Anyways, it's going to happen, like you said. So now we're really going to see the character of this team, man. Yeah. How are they going to respond? Had, how we've seen this shit in the past where they go on these losing streaks and they're like, well, here, this is the first time I think in like 10 years they've actually been remotely successful. So, up. you know, they've had success all year. They've barely had any adversity. Now guys are hurt. Um, someone's going to have to step up, man. Like, yeah. Edie, Miller's been on fire. You know, Brock Besser's been really quiet lately too. Other than he the has. other game that he had when, you know, everybody scored, but they gave up 10. <laughs> so, I, you know, like... I just think at this point, there's really no other help coming. We're going to have to find within ourselves to figure something out, man. Guys are going to get hurt. Every other team has been dealing with this all season, right? So yeah. they managed to get to this point doing really well. So This is the girl that beat uh, Parsons, right, for the three-point contest? I have no it's clue. I did not watch girl. the All-Star game at all, so I have no clue. This dude. chick is just a shooter, man. And she's like... She's like an all-around sports athlete. Yep. She also throws. Like she does uh, shit with football players. Mm. And she'll show her how good her accuracy is. Damn. Well, she came. She's got Kobe Bryant jersey. At least recognize that. Straight up. That's, That's the jersey it. I want to get next. That is the next one. Yeah, the black <laughs> one's sick. I got a white one. And I have a yellow one, like a gold-colored, sorry. And I want the black Mamba jerseys yeah. next, man. That's Hell the next yeah. one on the list. Definitely so. need a Mamba. <laughs> Um, speaking of Mamba mentality lately, yeah. uh, I, uh, you know, never give props out to anyone other than the Canucks. Cause <laughs> especially not Toronto. <laughs> especially not Toronto. But Austin Matthews, like I know McDavid's the greatest, you know, player in the league, whatever you want to call it. He yeah. fucking six assists in a game the other day. So, yeah. uh, <laughs> like he's the, you know, McDavid's like the number one in the league. But when guys get on these goal scoring stretches too, man. It's always because it's so much more, so much more unique and so much more like interesting yeah. in a way when guys are getting goals. He's on pace for seventy plus goals, dude. Fuck. That's I don't think a Vetchkin. I don't. He hit fifty he, something. He hit sixty. I don't know if he ever hit seventy though, man. I doubt seventy would be a like, lot. Even getting into the sixties is impressive. This yeah. guy's on pace for seventy plus. Like Mario, Gretzky, Alexander McGillney. You know, team was like the guys. 
so rarely ever done this. Well, we fuck how many, how often, like, other than that, a Vetchkin time do we even see 60s in the last, like, 20 Sam years? Sam had it early in his career before. Yeah, he had it early, yeah. Remember before he uh, hit his, like, leg on the post yeah. or whatever and then broke before his Before the injury, he was, like, the goal-scoring king. He was. He Then after that, he became more of a playmaker, was, yeah. right? It was All him and Vetchkin that were always at the top of the list, and now Vetchkin's obviously cooled off. The age is definitely a factor, but still on pace, like... Trying to catch fucking uh, Gretzky, man. Gretzky there. Dude, he was... Uh, <laughs> Austin Matthews became the sixth fastest player in league history to get to 350 goals. We did in 535 games. The one guy who wasn't on that list, Ovi. So Ovi, yeah, he had a lot of... He really hit... When he hit his prime, like after those first kind of four seasons, because he was pretty durable for the most yeah. part. He After was. his like first four seasons, when he had those like sixty, fifty, all these goal yeah. scoring binges, and then he really didn't slow down until kind of this year. Yeah, like even last year he had a really good year. Started off slow. This year he started off really slow. Yeah. And then I think he's got a goal in seven or eight straight games right now too. He was like that guy that was like getting thirty plus for the last. I, don't I know think how it was like long. twelve, thirteen. Yeah, I think he's got like, like just continuously thirty plus every year for like twelve every plus years. Fucking year. That's a lot of goals. That's a lot of fucking. And goals. it was always like it wasn't those goals where you just see guys constantly getting breakaways and putting yeah. them in. It was just shot after shot after shot. His office, man. Yeah, that man. one corner. It was that one office, spot, right? one timer to him was like an autumn. It was like you know when you did it in the NHL. Yeah, yeah. You would wait for your buddy to get to that <laughs> spot and just one time every single time favorite goal man and then they fixed it that the <laughs> pc could like uh figure it out the they CPU. started doing quicker but you could get around that man. yeah there's always ways to do it but yeah dude his goal scoring stretch right now he's at 52 goals in 55 games video game numbers for this guy yeah. I'm, I'm hoping that he hits like 70, 70 80, 80 i mean i think 80 is like 80 would be insane though That'd but nice. you know what he's at 52 and 55 yeah he's averaging over a goal per game for like the last like three months right now yeah. we're pretty close to it so fuck why not man if you there's one guy who's gonna hit it i could see this guy doing it because he could score more than like one goal a game eventually and, and go on like a hot streak he's of been a on like goals. he's been on a fucking tear lately yeah. right now man they don't and you know 70 plus goals if you hit 80 though because i don't like no one's what Mario, I think. Like I, I have to look it up, but I think Mario is the only guy that I remember getting more than like eight in the eighties for goals. That's fucking nuts. Seventies, I've kind of seen like, and now I, feel, I just see it as a harder thing to even get that, just because kids are bred to fucking play. Like back in the day, at least you know you were like, yeah, you you know you played against great players. But you weren't always playing against teams that have guys that now every kid is just bred to play. Right. Like, they start at such a young age. They're going through junior camps, senior camps. Like, right. they're ready to play back in the day. At least the off- the offenses were seemingly better than the defenses. Yeah. Whereas yeah. now, it's like offense and defense. Like, they're both fucked. Like, defenders are leading fucking sometimes yeah. the offense. Like, he was all these yeah. defensive defensemen, right? So That'd be crazy to happen, though. That'd be dope to see. I would like it's just like I feel like an NBA man, eighty-one points, right? Yeah. That something about in the eighties just yeah. has a different vibe to it. it. Like it's almost like a point, like it's like a one for one, right? Eighty-two games in a season, eighty something. The only place that sounds like a bad score would be golf. <laughs> there yeah. they want for like me, 60, that'd be a, yeah for us. I yeah. think it'd be a great score oh, hell for yeah, me, for man. us. At eighty, would be fucking living life. <laughs> if I shot at eighty-two and again, uh, of course, I'd be like, you know what? That probably wouldn't be my greatest round ever. 100%. I mean, unless that was on like the front fucking nine or something, yeah. or one of those part three courses. <laughs> Straight up. Yeah.
I think uh, I think that's enough for talk. That's it. That's uh, basically our NHL updates for the week. See you guys uh, next week for those. Peace. Peace.